Thanks to Mama May for supporting Mama on a Mission, the solution for busy, time-poor working mums who want nutritional, organic food for their baby and toddler delivered frozen to their door. This has honestly been a lifesaver for me. As a very busy mum running a business and juggling all the plates, I know that you feel me on this, I am too tired to cook. So no more stressing or worrying about mealtimes. This subscription service is every working mama's dream, I promise. Get your 25% off your first three Mama Made boxes with the exclusive code only on this podcast, Mama Mission 25. I will leave the link in the show notes. You're listening to Mama on a Mission. Everyone and welcome to the Mama on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Jonesy, certified positive psychology coach, business mentor, and mum. I thought I ruined my life when I had a baby. After a traumatic 90-hour labour and struggling through a very messy start to motherhood with postnatal depression, I lost my mind, identity, confidence, and I hated my postpartum body. Now I adore being a mum and I'm more motivated than ever. I've built a successful business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to be with my family and I set up this podcast to help mums not feel alone in their struggles. I am a mama on a mission to imperfectly empower mums postpartum and beyond. My goal is to help one million mums improve their mental health, shift their mindset, get body confident and reach their goals without the mum guilt. Together on this show, we are going to redefine what it means to be a working mum in the modern world, whether you're looking to build a side hustle, make money online, or pivot in careers. This is your non-judgmental mum club that helps you grow in every area of your life because taking care of you is taking care of your kids too. Now let's dive in. Hello and welcome to Mama on a Mission podcast. So I've got actually two guests today, a duo, but before I tell you who this is, I am very excited to actually share with you how to keep a clean house with kids because this is something that comes up quite a lot and I was actually recently trolled online by someone telling me that my house was a mess and she didn't stop there, she continued even when I said that it's near on impossible being a working mum juggling all the plates and keeping a tidy home 24-7, I find it's just impossible. So can we actually have clean and tidy homes with kids? Can we have the Insta homes really? And to actually have this discussion, I've brought on two amazing mums who are cleaning queens. And this is Nat and Kat, and they are called the Twinkle Cleaning Duo. I adore them both. They are so down to earth. They're also business women. They're influencers, they're mums, and there's so much more. So I'm actually going to hand it over to them to introduce themselves on kind of how they set up Twinkle Cleaning Duo. And how many kids have you got? How old? Yeah, go for it. Hi, so I am Kat, and, and obviously I'm Nat. Yeah, so we started cleaning business together about 14 years ago. We've always been into cleaning since a really sort of young age, would you say? Oh, yeah. Really, really young age. And um, I'm a mum. I've got um, three children. I've got Hayden, who's 21. I've got Josh, who's 20. And Olivia will be 16 this year. And I've got two girls. And Ellie is 18. And Grace is 14. And I'm obviously married. And uh, yeah, life is busy, busy. <laughs> yeah, I think we fell into cleaning from a very young age because of our sort of family home, I'd say. Yeah, mum was um, working 
really, really hard, as well as dad. Um, dad was a carpenter, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, Mum worked at Tesco's through the night. So she'd look after four young children. She what had age? four under the age of five. So yeah. she had a and she was an only child. So for mum to have be an only child and then go on to have four children. Oh my gosh. I think it was pretty crazy, but she just said she loved she want all she wanted as a young child was to have siblings. So for wow. us, we loved being part of a big family. Yeah, but with that, it was super, super chaotic. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't think mum would mind us saying this, but we lived in a very untidy house and we believe that's probably why we are the way we are today, to be honest with you, because me and Kat would be the ones that would run around the house, wouldn't we? Yeah, um, we were we were sort of the sort of kid the two obviously there's four of us, but out of the four of us, we would always try and please mum and dad and help them and we just sort of love cleaning but yeah our friend I'd say our friends houses were very tidy so we had this sort of chaotic house but only because mum and dad were so busy and then we had friends that had this immaculate house so we used to go in and think oh my god the houses are so tidy and we weren't allowed anyone around because of that unfortunately yeah but we get it mum and dad just worked their asses off didn't they yeah, they worked super hard and like was like Kat just said, it was seeing other people's houses that were tidy and organised and we both wanted the same when we got older. So that is why we are the way we are today. Wow. And that that's really interesting actually. And obviously being a positive psychology coach, I know that how much your conditioning as a child forms your reality for your adulthood. And how has that affected your parenting and keeping a tidy home? So Being both very young mums, we felt the pressure more so than others, I believe, to sort of like be able to cope and have that tidy home. So we put ourselves under huge pressures when the kids are young. And we actually do regret it to an extent. We've both said this. And that's why it's great to come on today and talk about this, because we don't want other mums to feel the pressure we felt because we probably missed out on things that we should have been doing because we felt that pressure and that need to make sure things were just right. And it's one of those things we definitely regret, don't we? Yeah, so I fell pregnant at 16. So I met my husband really young when I was 14. So yeah, I I, I didn't want to be that mum that couldn't cope and I didn't want to be that mum that everyone thought, oh, you've got a dirty house or an untidy house and you can't manage having children that young. So I overcompensated so much to sort of try and please people. And I... And I look back now and I just feel like, I just feel bad that I put myself through that because I spent so much time cleaning. The minute the kids went down and had a little sleep, I would be cleaning the whole time. I never took time for myself. Well, yeah, we should have really been resting, maybe taking that nap that we needed because I, both my kids did not sleep at all. Um, So we should have been resting at that point or doing something for us. But as most mums do, you end up running around trying to get things straight and it's just pressure that I just wish we hadn't have put ourselves under. I think it's balance as well I think because as we were saying mum was so untidy because she didn't have time but I feel like you need something in the middle because living in sort of chaos can be quite hard to deal with so mum was always quite stressed it was always quick run around dad's home soon tidy up um so that's not nice either so I think you need something in the middle I'd say I yeah think. balance you can get a balance just find a bit of a routine that will definitely help. Wow. I mean, it's quite 
nice to hear actually that you have regrets in this like and I'm not saying that in a like oh it's nice that you've got regrets but in a way actually just hearing you go do you know what I'm admitting that that wasn't the right route for me and actually in hindsight I should have been resting more I should have looked after myself more because actually that's something that I always share um my message is always like taking care of you is taking care of your kids too like as in putting your mental health at at the top of the list so hearing that is actually quite refreshing but how have you like I'm just thinking of this like kind of happy chaos so you're talking about balance which is like a buzzword in mum mumhood parenthood and I don't believe you can get it. I always have this analogy that, you know, we're always spinning these different plates. And if you went into the kitchen and spun the relationship plate, the parenting plate, the business plate, the career plate, the friendships, the family, the life admin, the cleaning, like they'd all smash. You cannot do it. You can't spin them all at the same time. So you have to look at them and go, okay, which plates are going to smash? So I can focus on spinning these ones. So that's the way I see balance. But I'd love to hear from you. Like, how do you think that you can kind of get this balance, especially with keeping that clean house, tidy house, with juggling everything else you've got going on? So for me, I've just accepted now my whole house will never all be perfect at one time. So for me, if I can just get, you know, over a course of a week, every room done at some point, then that's great. Business for us is a big part of our life now. When the children were young, we really did take a big step back. Katrina was still working at points. I was, you've worked the whole way through, to be fair. And, you know, we had that to deal with, but we would always still be there for that school run, you know, every, you know, after school clubs, every kind of school thing going, weren't we? But now we have put ourselves first and it's just, yeah, we've had to learn to, bring everything in haven't we and, and try and get some kind of routine yeah but I used to clean my house pretty much every day top to bottom which is I honestly think I did have a little bit of a compulsive cleaning definitely I definitely did so yeah I think now I can quite happily leave something and I actually get a bit of satisfaction that I could leave something like years ago if there was a fingerprint of the kids to touch something I'd be straight in there and but now I can actually I laugh to myself because I think that's fine and I get a satisfaction just going it's fine but you yeah. can leave it but cleaning just break it down I think like over the years we've just learned just to not try and do everything in one go just tackle one area because I think you can easily walk around and go from room to room to room and it's just chaotic just think I'm going to achieve this today if I can if I don't it doesn't matter it's fine it's not going to affect your life it's not going to yeah that's what I'd say and yeah we've got um, a rotor that we also try our best to follow I think again some things don't need to be done every week you know your oven could be ideally monthly but sometimes mine is every other month so at rota i would say if you can can have one of those that will make a huge difference for sure and just uh, that's actually really good advice in tackling one bit at a time and that's actually something i try and do because i get overwhelmed if i think right i've got to do the whole place i'm like right i'll just do the bathroom and i'll just do this area because that's what needs to be done right now so i love that you've actually shared that so that 
is what kind of balance looks like and getting a rotor and I'm a big big believer in schedules as well actually Something that just I thought about is how do you manage it with your partners or do you get the kids involved with cleaning or do you take it all on? I'm extremely lucky. My husband um, cooks, so nine out of ten times he is the one that will cook. Uh, He also puts the bins out. He will cut the grass, um, washes his own car. So he does that part. But I work just as hard. So it is it, it is 100% about teamwork. The girls, well, mm. let's just say it's still work in progress because we get asked this all the time. And the kids have grown up with, you know, me and Kat showing them how it, it, it should look and what things should look like. But I had a scenario this morning where I was looking for the laptop for this podcast. I'm thinking, where is the laptop? Can't find it anywhere. <laughs> Um, looked in Grace's bedroom and well I was just like well this is a mess she had a friend to stay last night and they had non-school uniform today so you can imagine all the clothes everywhere I finally found it after putting something on the whatsapp group saying where's my laptop it was wrapped up in her bed throw on the floor so (laughs) to answer your question about teenagers you'll get there because I know that Ellie's coming out the other end now my oldest one but it takes time and it's the most frustrating thing because we thought we'd be able to crack it, didn't we, Kat? Yeah. <laughs> so my husband, he's builder, so he's he leaves really early. So he's always been gone by sort of seven. He doesn't get home until sort of half, five, six. So, yeah, he's not around as much. And his job is very physical. So when he gets home, he is shattered. Yeah, he will do a bit of sort of cooking and stuff. But I am one of them people, my worst enemy. I've done a lot for them, probably too much. So I'll cut the grass. I'll load a skip. I will paint the house. I will... You know, I will do everything. Even the girls will say, I just do so much. But it's just something in me. I don't know how to stop sometimes. Um, and I've probably done too much for the kids as well, I'd say. But, yeah, we've brought them up the same. I've got three children, and they are all so different. So Hayden, the oldest, is actually the most tidiest. Always has been just quite organised and won't have a mess. And then Josh and Olivia, well, <laughs> they've been so messy. But, yeah, it's hard. It's, I think we've had followers say to us that, they believe that their bedroom should be their own space and they should be able to do whatever they want in it. So I think it's a bit of a debate whether you allow them to sort of live like that or you do allow them just to think, it's my space, it's my own little safe haven, I can sort of be what I want to be in my room. So, yeah, it's very hard. It's a hard one and it's it's, it's to know what is right and what is wrong, really. But when you're cleaners, you kind of do want that sort of – not perfect house but you you sort of want it to be nice and sort of tidy if you can be because that's our job like that's what we yeah. we do so but yeah one thing I won't do now is I won't go in and tidy that bedroom I do a deep clean in there but before I do that they will have to yeah. clear the whole room a few years ago early start of Instagram we I would think do it all. we would do it all and going back on what you were saying right at the beginning about the Instagram how you know Everyone assumes that everyone's home is perfect. We've really learned and we've really tried to share the reality much more. Um, I, I guess people really appreciate it more, that we show the honesty. And if this something is really bad, I mean, I said yesterday on stories, I felt quite overwhelmed because I, I worked a couple of the days and then we went to Ikea and Costco. And I really should have been getting on top because we've been decorating our bedroom. But I decided to go with the girls. But yesterday I was kind of 
regretting or giving myself a little bit of a hard time. But then I quickly snapped out of that and thought, well, no, you're entitled to go and have a nice time. It's all about juggling and it's all about balance. But perfect does not exist. There's no such thing as a perfect time, perfect family, perfect life. It just is not possible. That's just not reality. So. No. Yeah, and I love that because obviously of what you guys do and for anyone who doesn't know this duo, like you share the top cleaning tips, you show like the before and afters, you show like dirt coming off. Like I love those videos, by the way, because they're the ones that I'm like, oh yeah, get in there. <laughs> like you get a real fix, don't you, out of like watching those videos. It's like listening to those sounds and um, it's called like SMR or something like that. Yeah. Or ASMR, I can't remember. Anyway. Um, but for anyone who doesn't know that, yeah, check them out because you share like your kind of ultimate tips, don't you? But I love that you share the reality side because there are a lot of mums and I know this that compare themselves to other mums and their children and their house and what they look like. Um, and we get so wrapped up in in this comparison trap that isn't reality it is literally a highlight reel and just for you know both of you who live and breathe cleaning to show that actually things aren't always tip top and aren't always going to be you know not every day is the same either is really really important and you mentioned something a minute ago which was about you think that you had OCD what makes you think that you had it and I the reason why I'm asking this is because I actually have a few clients or yeah. women in my DMs who have spoken to me about this that were obsessed with cleaning or have like some form of OCD and they're really struggling after kids to live in this kind of happy chaos if you like they want to constantly clean but they don't want to miss out on really amazing moments with their kids and you're saying that you regret it so just want to know really my question is for anyone listening to this who does struggle with this how do you recognize it and how do you change it what what did you do so I think yeah I know I did have it in some ways because I would clean every single day in the same area so I'd go over every single skirting board every single day every mirror every single day I'd clean my bathroom every single day I literally I'd, I'd do the whole house every single window everything top to bottom every single day and um, I couldn't relax until that was done and then even down to the fact that if the kids had got up off the sofa I'd be straight up putting the cushions back as soon as they put finish their drink the glass be taken away it was just it consumed me yeah. like so much. And I would say what changed it for me is end of tenancy cleans. So um, obviously I always worked, um, Gareth used to go out and I used to do evening cleaning. So I did all that, but evening cleaning, it was it was sort of office cleaning, so it wouldn't get too bad. You'd be doing the same thing every day. But as soon as we started end of tenancy cleans, we then realised what dirt was. Like, <laughs> I went in and I was like, my house isn't dirty, like Without being rude, it was kind of like, this is proper dirt. And this, when I'd walk home from my door, I'd think, my house is spotless. So I would say, getting a job, getting out of the house, we've all said mm. this, when you're consumed in your house, you notice everything. Whereas if you can keep yourself busy, whether it's going out to work or just getting out, but the minute you're in them four walls, yeah. oh, it can it can literally take over you. I mean, I was obsessed with chrome and glass. So... <laughs> Any fingerprints, 
I'd, I'd be I'd be straight on them. So if someone touched, like even if a family, it sounded it sounds so bad. But if I had family around for lunch, because that was always before uh, lockdown, every week our families all within ten minutes of each other. We all get together. There's like so many grandchildren in there, and I just remember just like staring and thinking they just touched the, the glass, and as soon as they go or, or whatever, I'm going to have to go and do that. And I'm actually <laughs> known for it now. I actually carry. It's quite often. It's like it's just a natural thing for me to do. I, this cloth goes in the back pocket, and I'm, nine out of ten times it's going to be there, so I can just. But I'm, I've changed, and for me, independency was one of them, and just life got much more busier. As the minute we were doing a lot more of our own work, we we were able to realise, actually, we're not able to do all this and you just relax. So I think we've both had forms of it, but there's was, no doubt. I would say for anyone that's struggling, you have to break that cycle. So test yourself. So if you've got that fingerprint on that door, tell yourself, I'm going to clean my windows once a week because that's what these doing. I'm not going to do it over and over again and that's it. Literally leave that fingerprint there for a week. So say your, your rotor is, I'm going to clean that room next week. Test yourself. Because I'll tell you once, once you can get past that, you start thinking to yourself, yeah, I can actually beat this. And you can beat it. We've come a long way. It's a cleaning still in our blood. We absolutely love it. But we know how to leave something now. And get out of the house, like Kat said. When you've got young children, you know, if you're going to sit in all day, of course, this, these things are going to keep getting untidy and messy and, and things are going to get touched and stuff. So go and do stuff. Do the things that we probably didn't. We, we did a lot. We, you know, we our did, girls yeah. did a lot. But there's still things we could have done more. We, we've, we've put the cleaning first too much, too many times over, didn't we? Yeah, and so it's, it's, there's regrets there. And it's, it's sad to have regrets, but it's the truth. I often think I don't want someone to go through what I went through, like the pressure I put on myself. It was sad. To look back, it's just so sad that I had allowed myself to feel like that, really. But, mm. yeah. But it's interesting that you're saying that. It's because, actually, it's almost you didn't want what happened to you growing up like you were really trying to go against this is what happens we either take on what our parents were like and they're patterning or we completely don't want to be like that so we go the complete opposite and we go against the the grain and resist how they were and that's not to put a negative spin because obviously your mum worked really hard and your dad but it it's almost like you were really trying hard not to be them or to live in that chaos because that isn't what you enjoyed or it didn't bring you joy growing up. Really, like you having that self-awareness of where it's come from is actually really amazing because there's lots of people, I think it's like 90% of people walk around with no self-awareness and that's a huge stat so the fact that you are able to recognize it and you also to recognize that you had OCD and you've had to make those changes because it uh, was consuming you so anyone listening to this that is going through that will listen and go okay these are the simple steps that I need to take and it is about the simple steps isn't it it's not about going right I'm going to go teetotal I'm going to just stop doing this it's like no start with the windows or start with that room you keep doing over and over again or getting out with your child and doing an activity instead of staying in and just constantly cleaning yeah, and what we'd also say as well is because we weren't, we always say this, we weren't academic at school. We both really, really struggled. So I used to have special need classes and stuff like I'm that. I'm surprised as if something's still not, not we uh, we really know. struggle with like dyslexia or something. There's something. Yeah, we've never, we've never done the test actually, have we? But because we knew we were good at it as well, I just feel like that's 
a big part of it as well. It was something we knew we could do really well. And I think that's why we've we've followed mm. it all the way through into our business because we, we yeah, I mean, we've got mum and dad to thank for that, for sure. Mum and dad, we've helped them, even growing up, even since we, we moved out, actually. We used to go back and help mum sort of tidy at Christmas because we'd all go around there. And it's just not in mum. Mum just is not into cleaning, is she? She's just not her strong point. But she is amazing in other ways. And like I said, she just worked so hard, like so hard. Um, and she was an amazing cook, wouldn't she? She would mm. always have these sort of cooked dinners, whereas that isn't our strong point, is cooking. And that, that's something we always say, isn't it? We wish we were a better cooks but because mum was so busy and she was always like out of the kitchen like everyone out because it was really a tiny kitchen of four of us we weren't able to sort of watch how to cook so um and then I met Dean and he is an amazing cook and again I just I just haven't found that passion because I guess in a way he's he's so good at it and that's one thing I I wish I was a bit better at cooking didn't you yeah but, but yes cleaning is our is our strong point for sure yeah, we do love it we do love it And I love that you're talking about this because it actually in positive psychology, you talk about strength psychology. And as children, we're actually taught to build up our weaknesses. Like, oh, if you're not good at that, keep going, keep going, keep trying and you'll build it up. You'll strengthen it over time. That's not actually true. Like in strength psychology, it's actually about knowing what your strengths are and most of us again like self-awareness don't understand or don't know what they are so we walk around not really knowing what we're really good at so again recognizing that you know that this was something you were good at so you're going to run with it and actually grow it into something like I'm actually I'm admitting like I'm I'm not good at cleaning I don't love it and and interestingly I got a job when I was at university in an old people's home and I was doing cleaning for the weekend and that's what I did for years and I actually loved it just because of the communication with the old people like that's why I did it I wasn't necessarily great at cleaning but I'm good at communication I'm good at building relationships so there was that strength that I was using and I'm just kind of sharing this because it's really important to actually take a step back and go, okay, what am I actually good at as a mum? And again, like our careers or our mission or our purpose or our lifestyle changes after we have kids as well. And people start to go, okay, what do I actually want to do? Or do I want to be a stay at home mum? Or do I want to go back to work? Or do I, we have all of these questions that come up. So actually, I'd love to know from you guys, like what was that moment where you were like, we're going to set this up as a business because we're good at this? I'm just going to quickly interrupt this episode to ask you a question. How do you balance cooking or weaning with the demands of a high-level job or running a business? I actually use a baby and toddler meal subscription service called Mama Made. They are for busy working mums who want nutritional organic food for their baby and toddler delivered frozen to their door. This has honestly been a lifesaver for me. As a very busy working mum running a business, I'm going to be honest, I'm too tired to cook and sometimes I just really don't enjoy it. So no more stressing, no more worrying about meal times. This subscription service is every working mum's dream. And I've got an exclusive offer just on the podcast. You can get 25% off your first three Mama Made boxes with the code MAMAMISSION25. So if you pop that in at the checkout, you get 25% off. I will leave the link in the show notes. 
Now let's get back to the episode. So I was doing evening cleaning anyway. So the girl would come in at half five. I would go out at quarter to six. We literally used to pass. It was just crazy. So yeah, I got into cleaning anyway. So I was definitely doing it from the start. Mm. And mm. then, yeah, your husband, Dean, wasn't it? It was um, so my brother-in-law had an estate agent. So he was just like, oh, this is, you two are amazing at cleaning. You just must be doing it at home. He was like, you two just make a great business. Like you should set up a business. And it literally within like a couple of days, we'd set up this business. We contacted HMRC and bought the name. And um, that's why I've got the name Twin in because we wanted the word twin because we're twins. That and is then, Dean. Yeah. Dean thought of the name Twin is in Twinkle. Oh. Yeah. You know, so that's why we've got our name. And yeah, we just got into it and just started cleaning. The great thing with getting, you know, having a cleaning business is you don't really need a lot of money. You only need cleaning products and then you've got your insurance, which actually isn't high. So there was no real risk for us. Um, okay, we, we need to be careful we didn't damage anything, but we knew we could we could do it. So yeah, we got into end of tendencies and that's where it all started. We were able to sort of pick our hours because around children, it's hard. But I think a lot of women feel like they can't go out to work, but it does give you that purpose, doesn't it? If you can get out of the house and and just have I think that's that's what helped that was my therapy was just getting out and doing something for myself and um yeah something about having your own business is just it's sort of drives it's empowering you, it? yeah so yeah we did that and then um over time we realized that sometimes we were in like one house for 12 hours and we'd still have to have gone back and then there was that guilt again being parents and the hours are getting longer and have to say to, you know, so um, our sister Charlotte, she used to have, our, have the, chil- the children for us, didn't she? Yeah. So she was amazing. So we'd have to say, right, Charlotte, are you can, can you have them longer? Plus with end of tendencies, you don't know when the phone's going to ring. So you don't know that job's going to come. So we decided to come away. There was an opportunity to take on some communal blocks and we started that. And what do we look after a huge amount now? Yeah, so communal blocks are sort of, you get a block of flats and within that, block of flats you have the stairs going up to each door so that's what communal areas so it'd be stairs windows that sort of thing so yeah we've got one job and then we're now got over 50 I think haven't we yeah well over 50 so but we look can, after you can sort of build them up yeah um, and then we did house cleaning for clients where we knew when we were working and I think that was important for us to have that structure of sort of knowing when we were going out and the children would know when we're being home rather than saying to Charlotte oh god can you can you have them longer? But that came off the back of one of the cleaners and clients we clean to this day. She was renting a house through my husband and she then said to Katrina, would you clean my house? So that's how you initially got into it. And then we just, all our work has come from, we've never, ever, advertised. ever, ever advertised. It's always come off the back of a recommendation. I and mean, that's something we're really proud of, actually, aren't we? Yeah, and since having the Instagram, we've had so many of our followers that have started up businesses just mm. because we get, sort of gave them a bit of advice and said to them, look, it's, mm. it's, you, you can do this. Like, it's you know, simple enough. And especially now you've got social media, you've got Facebook, Instagram, you've got so many platforms that you can use to advertise. And you can be flexible. You can do, you can do um, you know, most house cleans, like a standard size house, three, four bedrooms or two bedrooms. You know, you're looking at a couple of hours, three hours maybe for, you could do that in school time. So it, there's flexibility with it, which we've always really liked, haven't we? And then with the Instagram, that just come on, obviously, the last <laughs> six, three years. I think it's been three years yeah. now. Um, so our friend, Nat's friend, actually said, obviously with the Mrs. Hinch thing, you girls are amazing at cleaning. You should get out there and set up a page. So it was just a bit of fun, wasn't it? We were like, okay, we'll give this a go. Just set up a bit of page. She said, oh, you love, you love, you know, you've sent us videos of you dancing and having fun and 
I feel like you should go on there. And we ummed and ahed and, and we did decide to do it. And it was one of the best things we did. It's it's been so hard though. It's been a roller coaster, that's for sure. And again, trying to juggle because we still have our other business, doing the Instagram, which you know we're working really hard at, and being parents and you know wives. Uh, it's 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 a tough industry to juggle it all but we're loving it aren't we yeah and obviously because with Instagram this is the beauty of it or even the worst part of it is that you can get no jobs and then all of a sudden you get five jobs like in the same month or like it it's like those that three bus analogy like none comes none comes along and then you get three buses come at the same time it it, yeah you just never know when it's yeah, that, that was a shock, though, because when we set it up, it wasn't for, we didn't know that it was going to lead to sort of working with brands, like working with brands like Sif that we used to use as kids and, you know, when we used to do our cleaning, it was, we never knew that was going to happen. So it's kind of all a bit of a shock, wasn't it? Because yeah, we were just um, thinking, oh, if a brand send us, sends us a bottle or something, um, and obviously the highlight would be if your name was on it, we'd be thinking that would be like a dream come true. We didn't ever... I'd say for the first year, even consider that. But in time, we realised that we could build a business of this, and which is what we've done. Yeah, we? so we went to sort of a P&G event and there's Mrs Hinch was there. So we had lunch with Mrs Hinch. We've yeah, we to, met Mrs Hinch. Yeah, we've been to so many events, haven't we? It's just the opportunity it's brought just by setting up this page has been um, amazing. But what I'd say, it's, it feels like it's our time now. Like we've been mums, we've done all the hard work, we've done work some side, but this is something we're doing for ourselves. Um, and we've got Charlotte, our sister as well, who's also part of it. Um, she's here today. So, yeah, we've just got like a little family um, thing going on now, which is lovely, really lovely. And it's given us a bit all quite a connection because me and Nat work together. So also for Charlotte, it sort of brought us all close together. And mum yeah. and dad absolutely love it, don't they? They watch us. and I don't know how we do it, to be honest, <laughs> being twins. Like, we might as well live together because we're pretty much together nearly every single day. But I don't know what it is. It must be the twin thing. We just... We just have that click and like I say, having Charlotte part of it as well has is, is been really nice because we've got a brother as well, but Charlotte probably would have felt at, at times maybe that she wasn't part of certain things, you know, with regards to our business that we've still got separately on the side. Um, but she's really got a big part of it now, hasn't oh, she? Going back to the sort of academic side, like me and Nat wouldn't be able to, we would be able to write a post, but if we wrote a post for us in stories and stuff or emails, the grammar would be wrong, it wouldn't make sense. It would, it would just be, yeah, it's not our strong point. So Charlotte comes in and she was just Well, we like, tell her what we, yeah, for instance, a grid post, we'll say what we want to be said and she'll put it in correctly. Because like I say, grammar is just not, it's not something that we're comfortable with. And this is what we're saying. It's okay to not be good at certain things. Pick your strengths. And if you need help along the way, take it. And that, yeah, like even um, if we work with a brand, I mean, as you know as well, like some of the um, the, briefs. the briefs, we've just look at each other and like what are we what are we <laughs> Charlotte, we and we break Charlotte. it down. She breaks it down into sort of like you know bullet points and says, "Girls, this is what you got to do." And if we were on our own, we'd panic, I think, wouldn't we? Whereas, yeah, yeah literally, if you can get help or ask for help, then you need to do anything's yeah. possible. Yeah, mum and dad can't believe it. I don't think with us actually, Aww. can they? <laughs> 
I love it. So actually, you're not a duo anymore. You're actually a threesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're sort of yeah, Charlotte. She's here today. Um, but she's um, she's still not like for her again. Cleaning's not necessarily her passion, but she is so good at obviously the organizing. Um, she's calm, isn't calm. She? she? Yeah, when we're having a bad day or something's not going right, she's so good at sort of putting it to perspective and even decision making. Sometimes we can't make a decision, whereas if there's three of us, we go with the majority. And, yeah. Um, and she's just so good at, at so many things, and we'd be lost without her. We're a great team, aren't we? Yeah. I'd say. And actually, yeah. that's something that I keep hearing from you guys as well is like teamwork, like whether that would be in your partnership or teamwork with you guys, like with your business or teamwork with, you know, your other sister as well. I mean, what about your brother? Have you, have you tried to get him on board? <laughs> he's incredible as well. I mean, he's in IT and I don't think he might have saying it. He kind of blagged his way in initially like some people do, but he's he is absolutely flying. Charlotte and my brother got the the brains. And they <laughs> definitely got the brains. Um, but I think me and Nat have got that more the energy and creativity. Just, just don't stop. Like yeah, we're just. I think yeah, you're very creative. I'm the one that's just more like. But he's yeah. He, he, there's no there's no room for Mark because he is flying high doing his own business. With um, he works for a company and he's really high up. He has to fly fly to different places and. Um, he's got really young children still. So Yes, um, we all had children, us three sisters, at the same time, pretty much the same time. And then my brothers only just had them like in the recent years. So wow. ours are all grown up. And, yeah, he's got all little His ones, youngest so. is, is uh, three, 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 four. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> our youngest is uh, 14. <laughs> so, so, yeah. And what do your kids think of you being on Instagram? I don't think they really care too much, do they? I think three years ago, you think Olivia was what sort of, 12 to 13 so she was quite excited back then she was a bit younger um but now it's like she's sort of too cool and doesn't want to come on as much and just she's just changed so much um yeah the boys were sort of older anyway when it started but yeah they just they get a lot of comments so bless them they get like oh your mums and oh your twinkle clean joe and so I think for them, it's probably sometimes like, oh, God, they're talking about our mums again. <laughs> they do support us. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite strange now because you do find people will recognise you from time to time. So when I was in London with Grace and Dean a while back, a couple come up to us and they're absolutely lovely. And um, we always say this, there's so many that actually don't come over. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're proud, but they still see us as the same people. So I don't think they're really that fuss by it. They just see it's your mum and dad and that's that's it. I and think it's just funny when you're sort of, because we've been sort of been sent stuff from like brands like in the star recently, which is fashion. So I think the, the girls are probably like, oh God, our mum's, you know, nearly 40 <laughs> are getting sent these clothes from this brand. And so I think they laugh about that sort of thing, don't they? Yeah. But yeah, they are proud and they've dealt with it really well because they've had to adjust because we've put ourselves first, um, which is something we've, I really do encourage you to do like if you're a mum like it is really important at some point just to go do you know what it's my time now especially because I was a mum at 17 like when I by the time I had Hayden I was 17 years old I didn't really get to do the party and didn't get to go out or have time for myself so yeah I think when you can if you do do that way around like me really young children having children young you do need to find a point where you go it's my time now. Yeah. I'm still mum, still there for you, but yeah, and, and I yeah. always think that this it isn't about saying, okay, I am not a good mum because I'm not putting my kids first. It's just about saying, okay, this is what I need right now in order to fill up my mental health cup or my mindset cup to make me feel better so that I can actually have more energy and be 
better for my kids or to, you know, because at the end of the day, energy is infectious. Like if I come onto this interview with you and I was like, oh, hi guys, like you'd be feeling like, oh, like really low energy. It's infectious. So if you're coming on, you're like, yeah, let's do this. Like you pick that energy up and that's what happens. Like when you walk into a room, you feel the energy or when you meet a new person, you feel the energy. So as mums, like we really need to be like focused on what energy are we actually giving out? Like what energy are our kids picking up? And you mentioned that you guys have got high energy, which I can see that. And like you're bubbly and charismatic and upbeat. And yeah, it's, I mean, I know you guys had kids really young, but I think even just the message now of any mum, because mums put themselves last all the time and then they wonder why they're feeling absolutely drained, exhausted, overwhelmed, tired, like all of the things. And then that leads to rage, upset, like so many different emotions. And then we're not taught how to navigate those emotions either. So actually just taking a step back when you're feeling like that and just going, okay, this is my time right now. Not like forever because you'll focus on something else because you'll be giving your energy to something else soon. But it's about going, okay, I'm going to have this time for me because that's really important. So what I would also say as well is um, with Grace, for example, Grace at the moment, they're going through that stage where, you know, can you pick me up from here? Can you take me there? Can you do this? They want you to do everything for them. Teenagers. Um, And again, I I thank my mum and dad for this. We... We had to do so much for ourselves, you know, like we, we went to school um, on a train and then when we got off the train, we had a 15 minute walk. These days, kids just expect you to take them all the time. And I think, again, we're made to feel guilty when we say no, but I stand my ground quite often. I, I think, again, you need that balance with them where they don't walk all over you because, again, that's why we are the way we are today, because we didn't have it all given to us. Um, we've got jobs at really young ages and um, like my daughter, uh, she's been in hairdressing since she was 14. Gracie, I'm trying to push into a little bit of a job because I don't know, I just think they need all that, don't they, to sort of grow in life and and, and realise how much we do for them. And, you know, you want to feel more appreciated. I don't feel always appreciated. That's one thing I will say. So I do try and stand my ground a little bit with them. I love that. I love that. It's such good advice. I would love to actually Mm. know what are your ultimate top four tips? I'll say four. So like two each for cleaning. I think it's such a tip. It is for me is the timetable. Like if you can just have that down that will make your life so much easier that is just like a weight lifted so I'd say create yourself a little timetable you know like I said it you, you just have like one thing to do each day like if it's a little, little thing um and that will just make life easier I think what we said as well earlier about just focus on one area at a time for sure don't like Katrina said don't mm. pick up something from here and then move on to another room focus and get, maybe give yourself a little bit of a timer you know like 15 20 minutes but what someone asked to do an article recently didn't they and they said how to clean your whole house in an hour <laughs> just you're just not going to be able to do that it's just, it's just not realistic so yeah focus on the tidy and, and then the side of the cleaning sometimes it's good to get something tidied first and then focus another day specifically 
to do that deeper cleaning in other areas. I yeah, think. I think the most important thing is sometimes just to have your worktops clean, obviously things like hygiene. I think just, yeah, you don't need to clean your whole house. Just break it down and think what's important, you know. I think that toilet will get built up. Lime scale, I'd say lime scale is a bit of an issue if you don't keep on top of that. So I think if you can do that once a week, the bath from top to bottom. Surfaces, good quality products. We've always been the same. Going back to the end of tendencies where we started, buy, buy really good brand stuff and cloths, decent cloths. They're just, yeah. they will give you the finish that you want. So yeah, products and that sort of thing are really important to us, aren't they as yeah. well? And what other tips would you say? <laughs> yeah, I think like Kat said earlier about the lime scale, leave things to do their work. Don't just spray, spray something and wipe. Yeah. And wipe. <laughs> You're never going to get the results you want. You've got to leave the area. And we quite often will like wrap things in a bag or in clean film so the product doesn't dry out. Um, and I think it's multitasking. Like, so for example, you sort of sprayed your tap or your kitchen sides, go on to another area and then come back. So... Just because something's waiting to be done, you can multitask. And I think that's something that we do really well is 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 just manage your time. Um, and just, yeah, set yourself a bit of time, like a day that you're going to do on something. But also, yeah, set yourself a bit of a downtime where you can just chill and and stop. Like say, well, by this time, I'm going to be sitting down, I'm going to be in my bathrobe, I've had my shower, and I'm going to relax relax or bath. Well, I haven't got a bath, <laughs> by the way, that's why I said shower. Um, so yeah, you, you need that time as well. And to, to reward yourself as well for the hard work. <laughs> yeah, we're all guilty of doing it, but try not to burn yourself out because you're not going to do yourself any favours at all. So. And stay positive. I'd say as well to, to people, we get sort of followers that say to us, well, they're a bit disheartened, especially if they're young like what I was just wait, just because you are where you are now, it doesn't mean that's where you're going to end up. Like I started in a hostel with Hayden and Gareth. We were in a hostel. We had nothing, absolutely nothing. And we had to just start at the bottom and work our way up. So just because you're in the situation you are now, don't lose hope. Work hard if you can. If you can work and get a job and have like a supportive family around you, you can get to where you get to. Because I think it's hard because they see our homes now and they're like, oh, we've got these wonderful homes. But We've had to work so hard to get to where we got to. We didn't. It wasn't like this. We didn't and, have this yeah. to start with. And know. I'd also say as well, like you, you said earlier, Charlotte, you're not really passionate about cleaning. You don't really enjoy it. If you do find that you say you, you get into a point where you're so so busy, it, it, it's it's actually really normal these days to to get help. You know, if you're working really hard, you're earning well, and you're not getting the family time at the weekends because you're working so hard in the week. Consider a cleaner. You know, like don't. Don't put all the pressure on yourself all the time. If, if it's something, like we said, we've got our strengths. Cleaning's our strength. And there's other things we're not good at, and we have to seek help for it. it means a cleaner coming in that can go through your house a lot quicker than what you do, where you'll mm. spend hours because you're so unmotivated, then, yeah, if you get a cleaner in. And if you're out working, you come home to a lovely, clean house. How amazing. Yeah. Because what we have sometimes is we do cleaning. So we leave someone's house spotless, walk through the door, and we're like, oh, but... That's just life. So, yeah, I agree with that. I think just be honest with yourself and what you believe. And if you don't like it and you have no passion for it and you can afford for someone to give you a little bit of help, do it. Yeah. Because we've been doing it for years. They're so grateful, our clients, aren't they? They've always mm. been so grateful. So, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And especially if you're a working mum, which I think a lot of the women listening to this will be. And I've had to do it. I mean, I've actually stopped over the past four months because oh, they just went really flaky on us and just disappeared, to be honest. So I've taken it on and 
things have got really busy again and I'm just like oh I need to find you know another really amazing cleaner again but I totally relate and you said something as well earlier about the uh, how to clean your house in an hour I'm like even professional cleaners like yourself like other people that I have is I have a two-bed flat it's a big flat but it's not a house and it takes minimum of two hours so I think it's absolute bullshit when they say these kind of storylines of like how to clean your house in an hour. Okay, maybe like, try and clean or tidy to an extent, but there's no such you can't do a deep clean in an hour. It's really before you even tackle the cleaning, no. you've got to get through, get rid of all the the chaos, basically, haven't you? So, yeah. Um, I think our advice to be today would be just listening to this. Anyone listening, don't be too hard on yourself. Do your best and just focus, as you were saying earlier, on things that you're good at. Yes and go with it if you've got something that you, a passion and you really want to do it don't 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 wait go for it and you are you know you're hesitant to start a business but it's the best thing we did like we yeah. were we were so nervous but sometimes you've got to take a little risk in life to get to where you're going to get to and it's paid off for us and I know it's it's I wasn't in a great situation when we started the business we really struggled but we we took that risk and it's it's, it's all paid off yeah yeah, so. I love that. And that's such an amazing way to end it. So thank you so much for being incredible guests. And so actually something that just popped up for me as well is that, I mean, I'm trying to take on this cleaning. And the reason why I want to outsource is because Leo, my little boy, who's a toddler, is just so hard to clean with. Like, it's actually impossible. Like I get the hoover out, he turns it off and on because he thinks it's funny. Like, <laughs> it's, I'm like, so if you're in the same situation and you can afford to outsource it then 100% do but thank you so so much for being amazing guests please do share where people can find more about you twinkle cleaning duo we're on instagram we're on facebook and yeah we'd love for you to come and take a look at what we do we do our best to motivate you all and we just love it don't we yeah you'll see how to clean you'll also see the reality and you'll see a bit of craziness because we're crazy twins yeah and it's a great little community and yeah we do do a few challenges we've been trying to do that because music a, a few challenges it's just the medicine we all need especially with what's going on at the moment it's been really hard and, you get to, and you'll get to meet Charlotte as well. Yeah, <laughs> you sister. will. So that's what we've been talking about. So yeah, head over and um, please yeah. take a look. Yes, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. We really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. Take care, Charlotte. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love it if you would subscribe and leave me a review and tell me what you loved about the episode because this helps more mums. And as a special thank you, I will send you a free resource, which is the Get Shit Done Mama Productivity Planner to help you feel more organized, more motivated and inspired on a daily basis. All you have to do is leave me a review on Apple iTunes and send a screenshot over to info at charlottejonesy.com and we'll send you a free copy. See you in next week's episode. Lots of love and light. You're listening to Mama on a Mission. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.